0: I guarantee you reading this guide is going to save you a hundred bucks a month. It's going to open your eyes at minimum, at absolute at, at minimum a minimum, hundred bucks a month. If
1: you can't, if you can't cut out a hundred bucks a month based on these tips, then you're doing something wrong. All right, let's just get right into it. This is episode 81 of KT confidential. I'm Adrian and I got this elastic wrapped around my finger. This is, Right, over here. This is no. Nope. This is Ariel.
0: That was a bad intro.
1: Uh,
0: it is what it is. That's okay. Welcome, everyone. Episode 81. How you doing, Adrian? What did you have for breakfast today?
1: Uh, you and your fucking breakfast questions. I
0: just had yogurt and granola. Boring. What's what's wrong with my breakfast questions? We said we're gonna have some some rituals and some uh, you know expected conversations within the podcast people like to know what people eat for breakfast i don't know
1: well it's it's one of two or three things every time so it's going to be the same answer well
0: maybe this will it's motivate not be... you to have a better breakfast well
1: nothing's wrong with yogurt and granola it's just i don't have time to make something more fancy
0: well maybe what did you have ariel uh Today, I had uh, two over-easy eggs with a piece and a half of uh, double-smoked bacon, a piece of brown toast, and uh, a little, little splash of orange juice, black coffee, and a glass of water. So pretty... Pretty traditional style of breakfast, not overly healthy, uh, but um, I don't know. I feel good. What time is it? It's like almost noon and I'm not, uh, not hungry. So, so that was my breakfast good. this morning.
1: Good. Well, I'm glad you had a good, fulfilling breakfast. Well, I woke up
0: really hungry because I didn't have dinner uh, last night. That'll do it. So I needed, needed some fuel this morning. Good. Well, I'm glad you're fueled.
1: So let's get into this. I want to talk today, we we, we want to talk about money saving. And uh, timing is appropriate because we just published this money saving tips guide. And uh, timing is also appropriate because people are out of work, uh, they're on reduced work, reduced incomes, and yet their expenses have not changed. Well, so, and, and I think uh, people
0: now are going to realize if they haven't already, that holy crap, we're spending too much money, right? Or, 100%. or we need to be better prepared that if something like this happens again, um, that we're not going to feel it as much as we have. And so for those of you, yes. Adrian, you just you just touched on it right now, but I'm, I want to put a big push on this and I, I want to encourage everybody to click on, we're going to put the link in the description below and anywhere that this is uh, being watched, we're going to be pushing it on uh, Instagram and on facebook and and it's it's a money savings tip guide that we sat down and spent lots of time. Adrian was working on this project for a while and we we put our minds together. we got um, so much input and and just really gave some thought to what's going into this guide and it's eighteen pages of easy to read content. And I guarantee you, you can save a hundred bucks a month. And we're going to talk about my challenge uh, in the upcoming podcast. So make sure you're subscribing to this podcast wherever you're listening or wherever you're watching, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't care. Make sure you're subscribing and following because we're gonna we're gonna launch this Save One Hundred Challenge. Uh, where I'm going to challenge everybody to save a hundred bucks a month. I guarantee you reading this guide is going to save you a hundred bucks a month. It's going to open your eyes and at minimum, at, at absolute at minimum, a hundred bucks a month.
1: If you can't, if you can't cut out a hundred bucks a month based on these tips, then you're doing something and, wrong.
0: And let's, I just want to put it into, into perspective because a hundred bucks a month might not sound like a lot, right? Like because you go to the store and and hundred bucks is gone like that. Uh, a case of beer now is, I don't know, pretty close to hundred bucks if you're buying the tall boys, right? So yeah. it's like seventy-five bucks or so. So a hundred bucks might not seem like a lot, but let's extrapolate that, okay? If you're taking that hundred bucks and you're investing in property or if you're, if properly, if or if you're just saving it or whatever, that's twelve hundred bucks a year. That's six. $1000 over just a 5 year period. So, let's put it in perspective. Think back 5 years ago. It's not that long of a period of time. And 6 grand with interest is probably somewhere between 7500 and 10 grand. Wouldn't you like to have an extra 7500 bucks right now? Download this guide, check out the link, download it. It's easy. There's no obligation or it we're giving all this content away for free all you got to do is just fill in your name and your email address and boom it it gets sent to you so uh well one of the things that
1: prompted me to get into this is um was when i got my my vehicle last year my lease was done excuse me so i i got a new vehicle and i didn't bother to check my insurance and how that would be impacted so i get the vehicle i'm going to pick it up the next day i call my insurance company get my insurance set up it was a thousand dollars more per year a thousand dollars so uh i was like that is absolutely ridiculous so i started calling around um i ended up with um td insurance just to after calling, I don't know, I called probably half a dozen people. Uh, And TD in particular is one of the companies that does group rates. And I switched everything over to them. So everything being home and auto. And not only did I not have that $1,000 increase, I also had a $1,000 reduction. So we're looking at a $2,000, it was more. It worked out to be um, just over $200 a month in savings. So $2,400 a year just for making a minor change, uh, and maybe spending three hours of uh, time on the phone. And I have better coverage.
0: Well, and, and so. it was at, at around the same time that I started uh, cutting back my, my costs as well. Because as we're growing our companies and, and investing in properties, we need to find extra money. So when you, when you do that, uh, it forces you to look in areas where you might be spending uh, too much money. And so it's around the same time that you were telling me, which was probably in the dead of winter or fall, um, and you were telling me about your insurance savings, it prompted me to call my phone and Internet and uh, uh, cable provider. and uh, yeah, I remember that. And, and I ended up saving. I believe it was about $60 to $70 per month just on my home Internet, cable, uh, home line, which they bundle as a package. And then uh, I've got the cottage uh, Internet at the cottage as well. So, so those four things, I ended up saving between 60 to $70 a month, and they improved my services on top of that. So I'm getting better Internet both here and at the cottage. They added satellite service for free at the cottage. Um, now I downgraded one package in, in my cable because I said, okay, well, I don't need cable. So I ended up with a approximately $100 a month less bill every month from Bell. And um, it was just calling them and telling them, listen, uh, I can't afford this stuff anymore. What can we do here? Can you, I want to stay a client, but if uh, if we can't work something out here. I'm going to look elsewhere or just cancel the stuff altogether. And after about yeah. half an hour on on the phone and talking to uh, whatever they call a, a client retention person, um, they said, okay, well, we can give it to you for, again, about 65 or whatever dollars less a month and increase your, uh, your internet speed. And uh, so... Now,
1: was that on a, like a term, a two-year contract or something? Nope. Nice. So that's good.
0: No, nope. I've learned one thing, and that's uh, now with phone and cable and all that, there are so many options, and um, retaining a client is super important for these companies. So, you know, do everything you can. There's a tip for you. Do everything you can to stay off contract. You know, be a free agent yep. all the time and even if it yeah. even if that costs you money which it shouldn't but even if you're going to spend 5 10 20 bucks extra a month just by not having that uh, lockdown uh, i think you'll be better off in the long run but most uh, most companies are negotiating uh, favorable favorable terms and prices for for people especially right now especially yeah. right now because they want to retain you and they know that uh, potentially you'll leave them all together so so you need yeah. to, uh, you need to make that call
1: yeah well and the vast majority of companies now have have um altered their business structure to this monthly payment plan because it's so effective, whether it's software uh yeah, subscription
0: services are huge
1: subscription services that's that's everything now as to something as simple as um I recent, not long ago, I had to send a fax, but I don't have a fax machine <laughs> that I could use. So I signed up for this app that allowed me to just do it through this yeah. app. So I had the PDF on my phone. I used the app. I sent it. I had to sign up for a monthly subscription. I get a trial period of 30 days, and then it was 10 bucks a month after that. But there yeah. are so many people that get sucked into that and then they forget about it. Well, that's it. And, they, and they're paying this money. And, you know, it may not seem like a lot, but it adds up. And, um, you know, so in this case, if I didn't, and I had to, I felt like I kind of jumped through hoops to cancel the trial after I sent the, the facts I needed to send, I had to send a num- numerous emails um, to do it. Um, so pe- they don't make it easy on you in most cases to cancel. And then you've got all these payments coming out of your account subtly every month. Uh, and many people don't even, remember they're paying
0: it. Well, I'll tell you a quick story, okay? And you know me, I'm very detailed and very good with my finances. And I know every cent that's coming in and out of all the business and personal accounts and everything. And I do manage that quite well. But I noticed just last month that I was getting charged in two different areas for Netflix, So it turned out that I actually had two Netflix accounts that I was paying for. And what happened, I I remember this about a year ago, uh, I tried to, I was logged out of Netflix. Uh, I can't remember if it was here at the cottage. I think it may have been at the cottage. And um, so I logged in to which email address I thought the active account was with, and it activated this, this account again, because I guess at some point, I had one email address with one account, and then one email address was signed up for, for a new account at some point. I don't, I don't remember if it was to take advantage of a, maybe a 30-day free trial, or who knows, or I just didn't remember, which was more likely. And uh, so it activated this other account. But this other yeah. account was through uh, Apple. It was through the uh, the cloud service, yeah. so yeah. Uh, I was getting billed by Apple on one account and Netflix directly from the other, and I didn't correlate what that extra charge on Apple was until I because I have some cloud services and some other things that Apple bills me for regularly, and it was bundled into that, so I didn't see it. It's only when I started digging in that I go, oh shit. I've been paying for two Netflix accounts for the last year. So I,
1: Did they reimburse you? I,
0: I didn't have the time yet to call them. Uh I figured out which one it was and I canceled it. Um and actually ended up upgrading the account that was active because uh we wanted to have multiple uh, uh users uh able to use it. So so I upgraded to that 13.99 plan which uh which is still a lot less than than the cable that I downgraded. But uh, um, yeah, you know, so even the best of us can, can miss charges. And then there are charges like bank fees, you know, and, and certain things like that, that just, just slip under the radar sometimes. Right. And it's
1: like, well, like we you recently pointed out that um, when I set up the property tax payments for that rental property we have, that we were being billed an eleven dollars service fee monthly. I didn't realize that was happening, right? Uh, or I, it didn't. I didn't click in that that's what it was being caused by. I thought maybe it was just a monthly fee for the account. Yeah, no. So there's tons of things.
0: Uh, so I, I've got a tip that isn't in the money saving guide uh, at all. I, at least I don't remember it being in there. And it's a tool that uh, I think you and I have probably talked about for a number of years. And it's something that I've trained a lot of people to do and talked a lot to people that I know and family. And that is just down to negotiation 101. Okay. And not everybody is a good negotiator, or a good salesperson, or likes to to do it. And I don't know, maybe it's the, the Jew inside of me that that was brought up this way. But um, when you're buying something, and I don't care what it is, and I'll give you an, a, an example where somebody may have been embarrassed to do it, but I'm not. It's asking the provider or the, the salesperson or whoever is selling you the product, the service, whatever, if that is the absolute best Price that they can offer you for that product or service. And it doesn't have to be anything more than that. Just asking somebody. And if they're going to hesitate, or if they think about it, or whatever, then you know that there might be room to negotiate that 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 price. If they tell you flat out that I'm sorry, no, this is this is what it is, take it or leave it, then at least you can walk away in full confidence. Knowing that you got the best deal possible, and that somebody else isn't paying less for exactly what you're getting, and the reason I I like to push this now is because of my years in the car business, where I don't know maybe it's a pit in my stomach that's sitting the wrong way right now, uh, because that's that's the way we operate. Uh, we we you know we we're, we're fully transparent in, in all of our businesses now. But in the car business, when you're selling cars, and maybe this is why used car salesmen get this, this bad rap um, or car salesmen in general, you can walk in to buy a whatever, a, a vehicle and, uh, and pay X amount of dollars for it. And then, you know, customer beat walks in in the afternoon and pays $500 less than you just paid for that vehicle. So always right. always ask somebody if it, this is the absolute lowest price the absolute best price that they can offer uh their product or a service. Mm-hmm. And and it's well it, and because, it will, that will save you money. You won't get it every time and before you interject I just want to give you an example for our anniversary I purchased an expensive uh item for Natalie um you know, it was a big anniversary for us. I, I wanted to treat her to something nice and uh, she always wanted something from Tiffany's and uh, you know, you walk into Tiffany's, you feel like you're going into a bank vault, right? Like they're, they're, they're so stiff and you're almost afraid to walk in. At least I was, I'm not rich. I, you know, I, I never walked into the store before. And, um, and I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at these, these products and finally, I found something that I thought she would like, and I and I looked at the sales guy and I said, you know, is is there any discounts available on this? Is this the best price that you can offer? And he and he almost laughed at me and he said, "This is Tiffany's, bro. Like we don't discount." So yeah, but I had to ask because I don't know, ten percent on a on an yeah. expensive item is is a lot of money, right? So
1: well, ten percent on anything, and that's where I think uh, people don't really think of it that way. Is you know, if you were able to get a consistent return of 10% on your money, you'd be extremely happy uh, to get a 10% discount on something is very reasonable to expect. Well, uh, Especially, especially in retail, right? Like, but, Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And you know, whether you need shoes or clothes or, you know, any general retail products like that, it's easy to save 10, 20, 25, sometimes 50%. Um, so, you know, and those say, those numbers are unheard of. From an investment perspective, so your money is going far, far further than uh, it would if you just buy on a whim, and and that's where people with um, I can't remember the term for some reason it slips my mind, but when people make uh, quick purchases without doing any research whatsoever, um, I, it's often at a huge cost financially. Yeah,
0: in, in, impulse buy, right? Like that. That's yeah, yeah. And and yeah. there's a lot like. I'll tell you, there's a lot of people ordering stuff online right now, and I think mm-hmm. because of COVID, there will be more online purchases than ever before. Uh, not only do I think a lot of retail operations are going to fail uh, because they can't rebound, but I also think a lot of people are going to love the convenience going forward of just having shit delivered to their house, right? Um, yeah, of course. But the problem with buying online is it's too easy. Right. You you find something online. Can you hear me okay? Because I'm chopping up a little bit on my end. I hear you all right. Yeah. Uh, the problem with it is, you know, you, you see something and you just click buy now and automatically... I don't know, maybe you've had a few drinks or something, kind of like the way we booked our trip to Las Vegas uh, years ago, uh, (laughs) which was at three o'clock in the morning after drinking a half a bottle of whiskey, we just said, uh, okay, click here. And we next morning we realized we booked the trip to Vegas. People do that all the time with buying stuff and on Amazon, especially, you know, it's not just Amazon selling you stuff. It's suppliers and retailers from everywhere and they can ask whatever they want to ask for that item. In fact, a lot of those items are being drop shipped from somewhere else. So the per- person that is advertising on Amazon is really just a middleman that's ordering it through a drop shipper from, from another area or, another, or that a manufacturer is actually sending it out. Yes, And you might be able to buy that product somewhere else for much, much less. But out of need or convenience, you see it on Amazon, you go, oh, I need that nail clipper. It's only 14 bucks. That's not too bad. And then meanwhile, you know, there's another offering for it at nine bucks. Or you can buy it from Walmart for four bucks. I don't know, but... (laughs) <laughs> Don't get suckered into those things because that.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing we did is we did. Uh, I, one of our team members, Steve Chiqueto, he um, did some research on mobile apps uh, that you can subscribe to uh, that help in various let's ways. Let's put a link
0: to that blog in in, in this as well because uh, um, I think that's a great blog to uh, to read if you haven't if you haven't it read is. it. It's it's a good one.
1: Well, and there's so many apps in there, whether it's um, related to so many things, whether it's saving money and finding out where the cheapest gas is to finding out where you can buy a certain product at a better price um, or getting coupon codes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so that makes it very easy to do these things we're talking about. Um, so I encourage people to check out that blog and look at... I think there's maybe 8 or 9 apps that cover various um, types of purchases. And some of them actually are are designed to pay you for shopping so depending on what you're purchasing uh, in your day to day shopping that you're doing anyways you can get reimbursed for doing that um, so some great options there so not only is there the one perspective of finding ways to save money there's the other side of learning and finding ways to generate more income uh, and some of them are just effortless um, I know you're a big advocate of um, um, reselling, uh, buying, like you used to go to auctions and stuff and buy stuff and resell. I, that's I one option too. I
0: love, I, you know, I don't do it out of need of, of money, but it, that's how it started. Because when I quit my job and cold Turkey, as you know, yeah. you know, I left, uh, I left a very good job and, um, and quit and, uh, took a little bit of self. I don't know who, whatever you want to call it uh self-healing time uh after that job um and and in transition to being a realtor and starting our team you know there was about uh 16 months of turbulence and and hardly any income uh because we were we were doing a lot of things behind the scenes we were doing a lot of training and learning and courses and and this and that and at that time, I had my uh, my condo in in Florida, so I spent a lot of time in Florida, as you know, and uh, and I enjoyed that time very much. But in that, I uh, leveraged my lines of credit, and to the point where my lines of credit were were maxed, um, and I had very little or no income coming in, and uh, I still had a mortgage plus all these expenses of life: the vehicle, you know, the condo, and and things like that, so I had to figure out a way to make a few extra bucks uh, while we were getting the uh, real estate business going and this was now what eleven years ago um, yeah. but uh, i I've always had a passion for flipping and kind of that side hustle and and you know Gary Vee who we follow uh, on a regular basis, much like myself had an a uh, kind of a fascination with sports cards. And I, I've i always loved sports cards. And growing up, I was a big collector as a kid. Um, and that was really my first job was selling and hustling and flipping sports cards to kids in my school. And um, and it never really stopped. So when 11, 10, 11 years ago, when when I had these financial troubles, I was going to auctions local auctions, um, around the GTA and, and buying products that I knew would ship easily, um, or that I could list and, and just turn over real quickly. And, um, I think maybe we talked about it in one previous podcast, but I'll bring up a a quick story. In fact, for those of you watching on, on YouTube at ktconfidential.ca, by the way, um, this this is one of my prized possessions. Uh, as you know, I'm a big, um, I love hockey, right? I'm a big hockey fan. And uh, Gordie Howe, Bobby Orr, Wayne Gretzky, and Mario Lemieux, four of the best players to ever play. This is a pretty rare piece. It's framed beautifully. It's nicely matted. It's really professionally done. It's autographed with, um, you can see the nameplates underneath here. And it comes with a certificate of authenticity and all that. I didn't have an office in the house at that time when I bought it, but I bought that in auction for 400 bucks. Uh, I could sell it now if I wanted to probably around 1500, maybe a little bit more closer to 2000. I won't sell it. uh, No, but I could It's impressive if I needed to. Uh, And then I'll never forget the time, as you know, the story uh, with my airplane parts,
1: yes, where you basically had an airplane in your basement correct, dismantled
0: correct yeah <laughs> uh, a boeing seven seven thirty seven which was uh, put out of commission and and broken down for for parts, and there were a bunch of windows and uh, odd parts that were at this auction and um, and the auctioneer uh saved that. Or one of the last um, items being auctioned off. And for most of the time, auctions, as as they go on longer, people kind of bail out, right? Because auctions are long, uh, two, three, four hours in length. So people don't stick around. So your
1: competition wasn't very stiff.
0: I didn't have a lot of competition. And when he, uh, I wasn't even going to buy it. I thought it was cool because I'm an, kind of an aviation geek in that sense that I love. I love planes. I love flying. I, I started my, my pilot's license courses and all that stuff. Um, so when, when it came up to auction this, this lot, um, he started at about 500 bucks, if I remember correctly, and nobody was bidding. And I mean, there is a ton of this stuff. It, it was on a stage, like on a platform and just a big pile of crap and, uh, nobody was bidding on it. And the way they presented it wasn't very nice. Uh, it got down to five bucks <laughs> and I said, Oh man, for five bucks, I I'll take it. And I, I gave him a $5 bid and I won. And, uh, and I had to cram all of this into my car. So like I had,
1: it was sitting down there for a while in your
0: basement, wasn't it? Or is it? Yeah, no, I got, I, I finally got rid of all the pieces. So after we finished the basement oh. and after I had uh, um mint garage come and and uh, do my uh, um, polyaspartic coating on the, uh, on the floors and the garage, I cleared everything out. But, but the story goes yeah. that, yes, it was in the basement uh, when it was unfinished and I could just kind of, be there and not bother anybody for, I don't know, five, five, six years. And uh, I said, you know what, I'm going to start selling off some pieces. So I just took a couple of photos and, and put them on some Facebook groups. And I ended up selling four of the windows. Um, and I think my total haul in terms of money at that point was 300 and change. Um, and then finally, when I got the garage done. So after we finished the basement, I put all that stuff in the garage, and then when we wanted to finish the garage, I had to get rid of it. So I posted it as a lot for 75 bucks or 100 bucks and uh, and somebody bought the whole lot and will make money on that because I was yeah. selling each window for 120, 150, 110. Um, so whoever bought it will make money, but I ended up netting 500 bucks. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I could have folded much quicker and, and turned it over. So, go on, doing things like that,
1: uh, I, think, but is, I think there's, I think there's,
0: is a huge opportunity there. Yes, there
1: are. I th- but I think at the same time, there's two different categories of people. One or two different categories of opportunity. Uh, one is just kind of, I don't say common sense, but common sense um, savings, where easy opportunities to cut back your spending with having very little impact on your lifestyle. And these are things that everybody should really do um, because it's just wasted spending. And then there's the more aggressive option of earning additional income, um, which isn't, doesn't always require a lot of effort, but it can, but it can also reward you heavily too. Um, Obviously being a real estate podcast, I want to relate this and put this into perspective of where that or how far those savings can get you. Now you've talked about the savings aspect and how a simple hundred dollars savings monthly can equate to ten thousand dollars potentially over a relatively short period of time. Um, for those, you know, we've helped people purchase homes, and uh, many a times they set their own budget, and they may be approved for a million dollars, but they want to spend six hundred because they've calculated the money based on spending $600,000 on a house and they're comfortable uh, with that monthly expense within their the current arrangement of their lifestyle and their bu- current budget. Um, right. But even then, um, we found people that based on that spending, they couldn't quite get what they really wanted or there are a number of important items on their list of things Uh, that they wanted to buy in a house that they couldn't get without increasing their budget. Um, And when you take a quick look at your expenses, um, it's very realistic to think you can save $400 a month. And that, uh, depending on interest rates, obviously, but can quickly equate to about $100,000 in purchasing power, uh, which takes you to a completely different level when it comes to house buying. Or maybe like right now with COVID going on, A lot of people, actually, you talked about it yesterday. You were chatting with somebody who uh, wants a pool. And they are uh, confined to their house, and they would now like to have a pool. And they've decided to purchase a house that has a pool or space to put a pool. Um, But maybe somebody has a house with a yard that's already big enough, and they've just never really thought it to be a feasible uh, cost to them. But really, you take out a home equity line of credit for fifty to one hundred thousand dollars, depending on what you want to do, um, and your monthly costs are two hundred to four hundred, five hundred dollars, depending on how extravagant you want to go. It's very reasonable to think you can find that savings in your current uh, spent expenses, and you're net out of pocket the same amount of money, and now you've got a pool.
0: Well, I also think that what a lot of people need to do is the whole reality check and ask yourself what is important to you in life? Because I had a zoom chat with um, a really nice couple last week and kind of to your point, they were approved for a higher significantly higher amount than they are willing to budget for on the purchase of their home. But in that budget price, is it, it's, it's not going to get them what they actually want to buy that they're going to feel good about buying. And even though that, you know, historically real estate is the best investment that you can make, especially now in the GTA. Uh, but what they told me was interesting and they said, we don't want to sacrifice our vacations. We want to travel. We want to travel. We want to travel. Look, you can't have it both ways. So either figure out how to make more money and have the best of both worlds, or you're going to have to cut something back. If you're not cutting back your vacations, do you really need the cable extra plus package? Uh, do you really need to be driving a you know a luxury vehicle? Uh, do you really need all these subscriptions? I don't know check out the money savings tip guide and really have a look at every tip. There's 37 of them. And I'm telling you, take a hard look in the mirror and and figure things out on how you're going to save money, how you're going to make more. And then what is that money going to be used for? You know, hopefully it's real estate. I don't know, but whatever is important to you. I think people got to do that reality check. And I think people will do more of it now because, hey, we've been slapped in the face uh, a little bit, right? The economy yeah. has been slapped in the face a bit. Uh, our, our, our job security, our, our savings accounts, our investments, everything's been slapped around a little bit in the last couple of months. So include yourself in the mix, cut some expenses. We teach you how to do it for free in that guide. So click on the link in the bio. Uh, we got to hop on, on, uh, on a Zoom call with some clients. Is there anything else you wanted to to chat about today? Or uh?
1: No, I'm good. I think uh, if you're not already following us, make sure you follow us because we'll be posting a lot more about this and we'll hold you accountable uh, to saving some money. And the biggest thing I think it, one big problem people have is keeping up with the Joneses. So I'm a big advocate of uh, learning to enjoy, be content, and be happy with the things you have, um, and not overdoing it just to impress people that really don't care.
0: On that note, uh, thanks for watching episode 81 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can get these podcasts on any platform that you listen to your podcasts on, so make sure you follow. Um, And of course, you know, Instagram, Facebook, go to our Cormenti Trot pages and make sure you follow us there. We're always pushing out some good content. And I am going to start holding people accountable to save $100 per month. We're going to put it this challenge. And uh, what do you think, Adrian? Should we do some some giveaways? Should we do some giveaways?
1: I think it's, uh, I think, I think they go hand in hand. We have to give away. Well, so not only will they be saving money, we will contribute to their savings by giving some stuff away. So, so follow us. and so there's, follow some the incentive.
0: there's some incentive to follow and subscribe. We're going to be doing some giveaways and uh, helping you make those savings. Make sure you download this guide. Link is in the bio. Thanks for listening and watching episode 81. You guys have a great week. Ciao.